Welcome, you are listening to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast, where you'll hear fun, relaxed, and inspirational interviews with people who are really living the dream. I'm Dawn Fleming, an attorney turned alchemist, and your host for the show, coming to you from the tropical island paradise of Isla Mujeres, Mexico. Listen to conversations with courageous souls who've stepped out of their comfort zone and designed a new way of life. They'll share their experiences, wisdom and offer practical steps you can take to redesign your life overseas. Listen and you'll believe if you can dream it, you can achieve it. I am so glad to have the opportunity to speak with George White today. He actually reached out to me um, through Facebook. We were corresponding a little bit and he told me he's been doing some house sitting in Italy. And I said, oh my gosh, I would love to interview you for my podcast because I haven't really talked about that at all. So thank you, George, so much for being with me today. I really appreciate your time. Oh, Dawn, thank you so much. Uh, uh, This is exciting for me to do this. And I really like to tell the story. I've, I've had a wonderful time house sitting. And uh, I've met so many wonderful, wonderful people, uh, including people, as well as wonderful animals. Right. I know. I love that. I love that. You know, I've I've never disliked animals. It's just, you know, we always had animals when I was a kid. We had mostly dogs, my three brothers and I. Uh, I don't know how my mother did it. Pets and, and four boys. And my dad, I don't know how she did it. But anyway, right, right. It seems like moms always end up. Uh, oh, and I look back at that, and and so when I started, I thought, oh, gee, you know, what do I do? What if somebody wants me to uh, watch their goats or something? You know, I I don't know if I can do that, but uh, it it's worked out fine. I haven't really taken care of any goats, but uh, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to that time. Uh, anyway, awesome. house, house sitting's been wonderful. Uh, I've done four four cats and a dog uh, several times, and where I am now in Italy, there are two cats and two dogs, and uh, so. It, but it's all worked out fine. I've had a wonderful time. Met some wonderful people who have been so caring and helpful and friendly uh, that. To me, it's it's been a blessing. Really, honestly, it's been a, bl- well, a blessing that I. I loved what you said in your message that you know you don't have to worry about rent or a mortgage payment. Oh, um, sure, isn't that and, lovely? Yeah, and I um, when I st- I started in 2018, I had been reading about it for uh, several years uh, from um, International Living Magazine had talked about it. They had a representative uh, or one of their writers had written uh, basically a program about it. And so in their presentation of that, uh, I just kind of said, oh, this sounds like that would be fun and uh, and live and invest overseas. They, they've they talked about it a little and uh, I've gone to a couple of their conferences in uh, Italy and Portugal and Panama. Uh, so I started reading, and I would have everyone do that. Of course, you can find out programs or information from programs such as yours, Don. Uh, but it, it, invaluable it is to start reading and find as much information as you can. 
So I, I did that and, and enjoyed it so much. And finally, after a couple of years of thinking, you know, uh, you can do this, you can do it. I, I picked the right time uh, and, and I actually answered an advertisement on one of the websites for house sitting and uh, they accepted and away we went. And it was in Nova Scotia. I was living in California. So that was a long flight. I kept thinking, what if I fly all the way to Nova Scotia and this doesn't work out, but it, it was absolutely perfect. Uh, I, I can't tell you how wonderful it was to, to do it. So uh, that's what got me started. That was in July of 2018. So here we are in January of 2021. So happy new year to everyone, by the way, <laughs> and, and God bless you and hope it's a, a wonderful year 2021 for all of us in uh, America, out of America, and all around the world. So anyway, um, I started, now it's been two and a half years, and I'm still, I'm still traveling. I have gone back to the United States once in the spring of 2019 to pay my taxes and talk to my tax guy, who's been a friend of mine for 35 years, and he's been doing my taxes for the last 30, 31 years anyway. And so I went back and had to sit down with him because we had not sat across the desk from each other for a few years, uh, mainly because I traveled a lot and I was doing everything with him uh, by email and he would send my taxes in. I thought this was a good time to go and sit down with him. So I did. And I was back in the States for about four days. And then I went to Canada. <laughs> And I did another house sit up there, and uh, and then I I flew to um, Italy for the conference about living in Italy. So that was sort of how I got started with that with the house city. So what did your uh, what were your accountant's thoughts on this uh, this whole lifestyle of of uh, house sitting? Was he, uh, was he encouraging uh, well, that? Well, I I don't know that I told him that I was actually house sitting for say, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, but um, we are on the different sides of the uh, political spectrum. <laughs> and and uh, so he's always, was always, and he loves to travel. He loves to take cruises. He goes on a cruise a couple, two or three times a year. And, and I love cruising too, but I've been traveling since 2005 uh, I went to Vietnam with some Vietnamese friends of mine who came over as children, as refugees from the war. And uh, I met some of the family uh, back in 2004, and they invited me to go to Vietnam with them. And, and I did. And that's what caused me to get a passport. And it seems I've been traveling ever since. Uh, my church in Florida, where I lived for over 30 years, uh, we traveled a lot, mainly for for study, studied in Europe. Uh, we traced Paul's uh, journeys in 2007, really got the bug after the trip to Vietnam in 2005. And then the church said, well, we're going to uh, study Martin Luther. So that's what we went in Germany, Italy, Austria, and then down into uh, to study study all about Martin Luther, I'm sorry. And uh, and then the next year, uh, I went to China with 
four chambers of commerce from Florida. And we did a trip, sort of business and uh, holiday to China. And in 2010, I was back in Europe with the church for uh, Oberammergau, which is where they hold the passion play of Christ. And they do it every 10 years. It's live and that's outside in Oberammergau, Germany. So with the church trips and cruises, it seems I was traveling quite a bit. And then I, at some point, uh, if I might say, and you can edit this out at some, but uh, in 2016, with the election coming up, I decided, uh, you know, I didn't really need to be in the United States. And I was living in California and had been there for about five years. Uh, And that's when I thought I need to leave. And it's time to the go. Best. That's our favorite saying. Yeah. It's time, it's time to, to go. <laughs> when I heard uh, you know who say that uh, the media was the terrorists of America, I thought, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'll tell you why I thought, uh oh. Uh, but I thought it's time for me to go. And when, <laughs> when he was elected in 20 and uh, began his administration in 2017, uh, I thought this is this is not going to work. And then, of course, the building of the wall. I thought that's not my America. And yeah. so I thought I, I can go. And I was living in California, as I mentioned, which is a democratic state. Mm-hmm. But where I was living, it seemed I was surrounded by those who were not Democrats. And where so were you in California, George? I was in, in Glendale. Glendale, Glendale okay. right outside of uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... I thought, well, I can go, and and they all laughed at me. Those uh, non-Democrats. They said, "Where do you <laughs> think you can go?" I said, "I can go anywhere." Lots and of places, said, right? Said, well, how can you how can you go anywhere? I said, "Well, I'm used to traveling," and right. Uh, so I was fortunate enough when I left Florida after 30 years, and I moved to California. I had sold everything. I had a motorcycle. Well, I was going to ask you because yeah. obviously that that's an issue for a lot of people oh, sure. when they decide to to have that type of lifestyle. It's always what to do with the stuff, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, and even with you know, whether you're house sitting or not, uh, what to do with the stuff. But for me, uh, and I lived near the water, and I could put my boat in the water, and uh, I had my motorcycle and my truck, and my daughter lived a, a half mile up the street and my granddaughter was about 20 minutes away. And my great granddaughter uh, was not born yet. She was born in 2016. So she's going to be five and my granddaughter will be 27 and my daughter will be 53 in this, in two weeks. I don't know how they got that old. Cause I'm only 23 <laughs> myself. So anyway, uh, so just, you were just renting in California then? You didn't, didn't buy yes, a place? Obviously. Yes, I was because, thanks yeah. you for putting me back on track. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, when I went to California, I thought, I don't need to take this boat because it's old. And I don't need to take my truck because it's old. And my motorcycle, uh, I've used it. I rode all over Florida. I rode to Pennsylvania once from Florida. Went up to see my mother. And, and uh, so... I thought I don't need to take all of this with me. When I get to California, I'll I'll buy something out there. 
Well, I got to California and I realized I didn't want to be on a motorcycle or a scooter. I had envisioned myself being on a scooter uh, in California. And it would be like being on a scooter in Italy. So I thought, oh, when I got there, I had been there before, but never looked at it with me living there in California. And when I, I realized they might run over me here in California and, and driving on the interstate in California is not the best, not the most yeah. fun, when you, especially when you just get there. After you're there for a while, I'm sure she would be used to it. But uh, Well, I don't know. My husband um, has been, he's from Newport Beach, California. Okay. And he's riding yes. motorcycles since he was, you know, 16, 15, 16 years old. And there were times when he would ride his motorcycle 80 miles an hour in the rain on mm -hmm. LA freeways. And he said that about every other car had Jesus waving at him because yeah. he thought he was going to die. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I found that driving there when you're new to the area, so you don't know these street names and, I, th I think I was 65 or something when I moved there. Anyway, I didn't drive at all. I didn't drive at all for the six years I was there. Uh, and I found it not really necessary to drive because the, the bus system and, mm. I, and being a senior citizen, I was riding the bus for 25 cents. Right. It, it's just, it was, and they did raise it to 35 cents. And then <laughs> I bought a senior pass and you could just tap and, and away you go. Uh, I, I could be in downtown LA from Glendale uh, in less than an hour, 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And it would take that long to drive or close to it. And then you'd have to pay $25 to park somewhere. That's right. And yeah. so, uh, so I found it, I didn't really need a car. So after being there six years, I thought I didn't need a car. Uh, I had no mortgage. I have no boat. I never bought a boat or anything or the scooter. So when it came time to leave, I just well, I just left. Just so left. Oh, that's oh, when I that. yeah I I just said okay I'm done. And so uh, you know I took clothes to uh, Goodwill and church uh, charity places, and I said I don't need all these suits and coats and everything. Uh, but because I I love to go on cruises, I made sure I had. Uh, both of my tuxedos with me <laughs> because, and, 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 uh, I'm uh, part Scottish and Irish and Italian and German. And, uh, so the uh, Scottish part, I, I wear a kilt. So wow. the ladies love the kilt on the cruise. So, yeah, so I have, a, so I made sure I have my kilt and my two, uh, uh, but tuxedos, <laughs> Because when, when you go overseas, I envisioned myself James Bond. I said, I am going to be like Bond because I'm going to go to Nice, France, and I'm going here, and I'll be having my tuxedo on. And that part has not happened. Yeah. But that was the kind of, that's the kind of lifestyle that I thought, oh, that's what's going to happen to me. So far, that hasn't happened. There's that's how we got into the, uh, the lifestyle of, of house sitting. It looked to me like it would be something. And in all the reports and everything I read, that was one of the things uh, you could really save money mm -hmm. uh, as oh, far yeah. as now you're going to have to travel to get there. 
Sure. But once once you pay to 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 get there, then usually uh, there's hardly any expense whatsoever. Now, some people, uh, if you're going to be somewhere, and I can understand that if you're going to watch a house for two months, they may want you to help with the the electric bill or the oil bill or or whatever that they have or gas bill, something to that nature. Uh, and I can understand that. Uh, but most places. Nobody's ever asked me to do that. Okay. Um, just out of curiosity, um, are you just, you're basically uh, living there at no cost? Is there yeah. is there pay it, at times too or no, typically? Um, I've had people offer me money, uh, okay. but I haven't taken it because that was never part of the original deal. And you can, on most of the websites, you can uh, say that you uh, you like to charge. But uh, I've never done that. I I think it's uh, it's not necessary, not for me in my situation. And I've I've had a few people offer it, but I've had all others say, you know, now there is no charge, and I say yes, there is no charge. But yeah. I, I've I've had some at, offer to pay at least half of the expense of me getting there. Oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah, no, I think that's been very nice. That's why I say I've I've met some wonderful people. And mm -hmm. I've had them uh, offer to pick you up at the airport or take you to the train station or at least give you a good advice as to how best, best to, get. to get to their home from uh, the train station or the airport. When I say best way, uh, you know, some will say, whatever you do, don't take a taxi. <laughs> because, right. yeah. And in, in all my years of traveling, uh, that's the one thing that I, I've not really been positive or, or fond of is uh, taxis. Sure. Uh, no matter what, even, even if they don't rip me off, I feel as if, uh, right. and I often feel that way. So there's, I'm not really happy with uh, having to take a taxi. So if they can give me a better idea, such as, you know, the local bus to take or right. Something or else. Shuttles better. Sometimes you've shared shuttles. Uh, oh yes, yes. But uh, and, and it's never been a problem. But it's nice to know that they say uh, if you like, we'll come and pick you up at the train station. Sure. Uh, or we'll pick you up at the airport. Um, I I think just I've, I've done ten house sits in wow. two and a half half years. Everything from a week to uh, three months. Where I am now in Italy, this is my fifth time at this uh, location, and that's not part of the nine house sits. The nine house sits are are uh, separate, and then at this one, I've been back five times, and we're now talking about when I can come back again, uh, maybe this spring or early summer, and if not, uh, I will come back uh, for a couple of months uh, this this fall. So that's how I got started with the house sitting was, you know, just not kind of happy with our, our politics in the United States and, and my, my situation in, uh, in California. I thought, well, it's time for me to go. Uh, I realized that, hey, I can actually go anywhere. So because I have nothing holding me, no mortgage, no, no house insurance, no car, no car insurance. Uh, Hospitalization insurance, that's always a concern, especially as we get older. 
Right. I have been very fortunate and blessed, knock on wood, uh, some way or another, uh, to be very healthy. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Um, do you have so? Do you carry any type of of international health insurance, or what no? Do you do? I, you know, it's one of those things that I need to do. I do have Medicare, which I okay. started when I was sixty five, uh, but okay. I don't even use that. But you have, if you needed it, you would have it uh, as an emergency backup plan um, if necessary. I made some phone calls. Uh, I just haven't settled on a plan. There's is one um, I've looked at. For me, it's hard because I, I've not really had health care, uh, even when I lived in Florida. And some of my clients for my business were hospitals and healthcare places. And I, so I'm sorry to say that I never really had the health care when I was in Florida. So when I moved to California healthcare because I was 65 and they were going to take it out of my social security anyway. So, but I never used it. I finally had to get a doctor. Uh, so I'm not really the best person to talk to about the insurance. Uh, but that well, is that's important, a, that's and that's something. Thing. Right? You don't. Who wants to hang out in a hospital? Right? You, you, yeah. I, I would well, say health is the best healthcare plan. Yes, and I've been fortunate. Um, I I studied yoga forever. I think I started when I was twenty five. So this is my forty fifth or forty sixth year or something uh, of. Uh, yoga and ah, good for you that's, that's yeah, yes yes and, and, and it has been good for me don honest uh, uh, but i i i think i lived that life not knowing that i was doing what until i read my first yoga book not my book but i read the first book about yoga uh, while i was working and i thought oh this is sort of where i've been all my life as far as eating right and keeping a positive mind. And that's, that's yoga. Yoga means one. It means to be one with, within yourself, your mind, your body, uh, your spirit, all as one. And then you are working constantly to be at one with the universe and the world around you and the universal God. So that is the whole concept of yoga. So, when I read the first book, which was called Yoga, Youth, and Reincarnation by Jess Stern, J-E-S-S -S Stern. I think he wrote the book in the mid-60s. I was reading it in the mid-70s. I read that and thought, this is right along with my, um, my mindset and the way I've been since I was a, a young boy. Uh, and so I just continued with it. And when I moved to Florida, I found a yoga teacher and I thought, I've been doing it by myself for 10 years. I should see if I'm doing it right. So I went to this yoga class and I was with that teacher for 12 years and she was from Canada. And then another, after that lady had to move back to Canada, she and her husband uh, were uh, quite advanced in their years. And so they needed to go back there because of their insurance. 
And uh, so then we had another yoga teacher in Florida uh, through the recreation department of the city where I lived. And I went ahead and uh, signed on with that teacher. And I was with her 15 years. She was in Germany. Wow. So, yeah, and, and they were both wonderful uh, instructors, very kind uh, people. And I enjoyed with, with them taking the yoga classes. And uh, I think that has helped me to get to the point where I take no medicines and I've been very fortunate. So uh, as far as the healthcare, I'm not the one to say, yes, you need this healthcare or that healthcare. This, this is where you can get it. I wished I could. Um, no, that's okay. That's okay. I just wondered what you, but, what you did yeah. for yourself. So that, but that's, in, that, that is important, whether you're, you're, you're going to move overseas or do some extended traveling or if you're doing house sittings, such as what I'm doing, you're going to, at some point or another, need to figure out what you're going to do with your health care. So more importantly, do you mm -hmm. still uh, practice yoga? Do you go yes. to yoga classes when you're... No, I, that's you that's the only yourself? thing. I haven't, do? done, uh, I haven't done the yoga classes, but you know, I continue on my own. As a matter of fact, at this place where I am, there's a little gym... Uh, next to my apartment, uh, I mean, it's part of the same same building, and it's about a twenty by twenty room or fifteen by fifteen, and they have uh, a few weights in there. Uh, what do you call a running machine? What do you call it? What do you want to call one of those? Uh, treadmill, a treadmill, and uh, and then the other thing that looks like a, like you're skiing. That oh yeah, of, the elliptical. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, I don't use any of those. I have used the, the walking machine, the treadmill. I used that a few times when the weather was not really good here to go outside and walk. Uh, mostly, although I just do my yoga in that room and, uh, and I'm fine with that. And I try to walk as much as I can. Scotland, I was doing seven, eight, 10 miles a day in Scotland. We'll be back in a moment. Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. Castellito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top 10 beaches in the world. With an ocean view of crystal clear turquoise waters overlooking both the Caribbean and Cancun city skyline, we offer a fabulous location for you to enjoy all the peace and tranquility you're looking for on vacation, while also taking in all the excitement the island has to offer, with activities either in walking distance or a golf cart day excursion away. Please visit castellitocaribe.com www.castellitocaribe.com We look forward to seeing you soon. Integrity Vacation Property Management Trust, Truth, Results from buyer's representative services to rental market analysis, staging, marketing, and full-service property management achieving your goals is our top priority. Visit our website at www.integrityvpm.com and get our free guide, Self-Manage or Hire, a property owner's checklist of issues to consider. Contact us for a free consultation to see if we can help you maximize the return on your investments. 
Integrity VPM, Raising the Bar in Vacation Property Management. Welcome back to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and we invite you to subscribe if you like what you hear. Uh, well, I, was, I was there uh, under the lockdown twice uh, this past year. Fortunately, they allowed us to go out, uh, but everything, all the stores and everything were, were locked down. And spring in Scotland is rather beautiful. Sometimes <laughs> you wouldn't think about it, but I, I was quite surprised. I'd been there in the winter. I was in there in the summer in 2012 with my church, but uh, I was there this spring and the flowers blooming and the trees turning green, the leaves coming back. And they have so many parks in Edinburgh, uh, Edinburgh, that's Edinburgh. So there's so many parks and it was wonderful to be able to go out and walk. Uh, and of course, everyone wore their masks there and yeah. that helped. Uh, so it was, it was very good. I enjoyed that. But here where I am now, Italy, uh, this part, we're in the mountains a little bit and it's almost, a, it's almost Scottish weather here. <laughs> uh, no snow. And but it's rained quite a bit, and it's been not unseasonably cold, but the cold is just continuous. It's every day. Uh, when I say cold, uh, you know, upper 30s at night and upper 40s during the day, which is not really bad. But I know my first time here, uh, house sitting after I left, I went to Scotland, and it was January. And that was 2019, and they sent me a, a video message from here, and they had all this snow, and we had no snow in Scotland, but they had it all here in, in Italy, this part of Italy. Obviously, if you're, you're moving around doing the house sitting, mm-hmm. um, you don't have your, your social network, right, that you, right. you typically have if you stay in one place. So uh, it sounds like, you, from what you said, though, you've met lots of people. So I know COVID, it's been a little bit different, but yes. for the most part, pre-COVID, mm-hmm. did you find yourself just going out and meeting people, or, or how do you kind of stay connected? Well, um, where I am now, it's a little more remote than the other places I've been. So I started in Nova Scotia, in Sydney, Nova Scotia, which is a small port and the cruise ships go in there. And I had been there in 2012 on a cruise from New York to Quebec to see the changing of the leaves in the fall of 2013. And when we came into Sydney, Nova Scotia, and the cruise ship, we got off and everyone was in kilts. And I thought, I had just gotten my kilt the year before in Scotland. So, and I had it with me. So I went back on the cruise ship and put on my kilt. And I spent the whole time in Nova Scotia, three days we were there, and walking around and doing all the touristy things, but wearing my kilt. And I thought, if I ever come back to Sydney, I will don my kilt and go to the cruise ship port every day that the cruise ships are in and welcome the tourists while I'm wearing my kilt. So (laughs) lo and behold, my first house sit that I looked at was Sydney, Nova Scotia, some um, five years later. And 
when I saw that, I thought, I'm going to apply, and this will be the house where I make my first venture into house sitting. This will be the, the time. So I applied, and I explained to the people who had uh, run the advertisement in the website for house sitting that they wanted someone to watch their home while they went on vacation with their two young girls, and they were going on a vacation to, uh, to the wife's parents somewhere else in Canada. So uh, I said, yes, I'd be glad to do that. And that I was, this was my first time to do a house sit and pet sit. And that I decided to select this home because it was in Sydney and I'd been there before. And I told them about wearing the kilts and going to uh, the cruise site. And that when I was finished with the house sit, my plan was to go from Nova Scotia, which is new Scotland to old Scotland and because this was summer. And I thought this would be perfect. And I'll be in Scotland by the end of August. And what a great little thing to go from new Scotland to old Scotland. So I think they were excited about that idea. Uh, how I had, you know, five years before visiting Sydney said, you know, to myself, if I ever come back here again, I'll come back wearing my kilt. So they liked that idea. And they said they would like to have me uh, be their house sitter. So, you know, we talked eventually, we just emailed it first through the website. And that's another thing that we should mention if somebody's looking, uh, sometimes people are hesitant at reaching out or signing up for something. These websites, I don't, I don't know if, uh, have you used Airbnb? Uh -huh, yeah, we actually, uh, we have a vacation uh, villa that we advertise on Airbnb. So. Well, um, they, they instruct people to, you know, make all their contacts through the website because then you're assured of someone not uh, in misusing your information uh, sure. and so forth. If, but once you get to know the people, then you can give them your personal phone number or your personal email or something. But prior to that, you want to just keep everything through uh, the Airbnb site. And most of the house sitting websites, they, they suggest the same thing. So when you're emailing back and forth, uh, to the homeowner, and when the homeowner is sending things out to uh, the prospective house sitters, uh, they should always do everything through the website. Through the so, platform, uh, yeah. Through mm -hmm. the platform, yes. Yeah. So, and I was real concerned with that because uh, I thought this was my first venture on this. Sure. So we did everything through the website, and uh, and then. Uh, we did emails back and forth too. Uh, after they said, yes, we'd like for you to be the person. I said, okay, then I will um, look at the, the flights and I'll, I'll let you know. And it worked out fine. It, it was really, really wonderful. But I, I didn't do it the way I wanted. It changed later. Uh, so I, I did the website. I did the, excuse me, the house sit uh, in Nova Scotia. And I was there a month, I would say just about a month because I got there on the 22nd of July 
but I didn't get to go to, I mean, old Scotland. I, I Things changed. I talked to my brother, and he was, uh, he lives in Pennsylvania. He was going on a cruise. He said, I'm going on a cruise. He calls me, and when he called, he said, well, how are things in California? I said, oh, I left California. I'm in Nova <laughs> Scotia. He said, I don't even know where that is. I said, well, I'll tell you. Uh, he says, I know it's on the East Coast, so we're finally in the same time zone. I said, oh, no, Nova Scotia is in a completely different time zone. <laughs> he said, it can't be. It's on the East Coast. I said, no, it ex extends so far out beyond New York, it's in its own time zone. Right. So I said, I'm actually an hour ahead of you instead uh -huh. of three hours behind you. So anyway, he said, well, what are you doing there? I said, I'm, I'm house-sitting. And he said, oh, well, I'm going to travel. I said, you are? He said, yes. I said, so you're driving to Pennsylvania to Florida to see your youngest daughter. He said, well, I am going to Florida, but I'm taking all my daughters and their husbands and the children and grandchildren, and we are all going on a cruise. So I thought, I'm going to put myself on the cruise too. So I called his daughter in Florida from uh, Nova Scotia, and I said, I'm... Uh, thinking about surprising your dad on that cruise the end of September. And she said, Uncle George, don't ever believe my dad. I never believe him. She said, we are back by the end of September. I said, oh, she, she said, we're leaving on the 21st of September to go on the cruise. And I said, well, I want to surprise him. I said, so don't tell him. Tell your mother, I said, because wives need to know. So tell your mother. He, she said, Uncle George, she'll be glad you're going. I said, I know, but the wives need to know everything. So you tell your mother that I'm coming. And uh, I said, I'll call the cruise line. So rather than go online, I thought I'll just call them because I'm inside uh, almost uh, the last 30 days of before the cruise goes. So I called them. And they were excited because I was going to surprise my brother. And so they really gave me a good deal. I had to buy the whole room because I didn't have someone to go oh, with me. Sure. So they so they uh, they worked out a deal for me. They gave me some uh, extra beverage credit and uh, a couple of excursions. So it, it all worked fine. And I was able to surprise my brother. So that <laughs> delayed me from going to... Uh, Scotland, but well, in good order to delay, that's yeah. awesome. I bet he was thrilled yeah. to see you. <laughs> oh, he was, and and we we had him surprised until I I came to Florida, and uh, she picked me up at the airport, his daughter, and then took me back to her house. And he said, "What are you doing here? I thought you were in Canada." I said, "No, I'm going on a cruise." He said, "Oh, I am too." I said, "I know, <laughs> I'm going on the same one with you." And so. Originally, I was going to surprise him on the cruise ship, but then we thought, no, that might not be a good idea because sometimes people get too excited. <laughs> and so I thought, oh, I don't want him to be, you know, uh, upset or uh, have a heart attack or something. Cause right. he's, he's, so I said, this way he can have the heart attack at home before we, right. before we go. So, but so that delayed my, my plan. And then, uh, so in order to make all of it work, I had to get another house sit and uh, I got another house sit in Canada for that last oh, 
25, 30 days that I needed before uh, I went to Florida. So uh, then after, a, and, and we went to uh, Aruba from mm -hmm. Florida on the cruise. So, and I'd never been to Aruba. I'd been down to South America. I've been to, uh, uh, what is it, where Panama is and uh, where you are there, uh, Cancun, Cozumel, um, mm -hmm. Costa Maya. Uh, but I, I had never been uh, over to Aruba. And so we, it, it ended up being a great trip. I'm glad I did it, uh, but that delayed me. And then when I got back from that, then I went to uh, Italy for the uh, Live and Invest Overseas Conference in Pescara, uh, all about living in, in Italy. So uh, then I did, uh, I went to Sorrento, which is my favorite place in Italy. I've been there several times. And, and then from Sorrento, uh, I went to a conference on genealogy in Norway. So oh. that's another thing that's helped me with my traveling in that I'm uh, finding my ancestors and uh, relatives. And I found relatives in uh, Italy, my mother's relatives. Uh, I found first cousins in uh, Akumali, which was destroyed by an earthquake uh, a couple of years ago. But there are some people still living in that area in government uh, housing. And I found a, a cousin there and another cousin in Rome. So it's it's been a real adventure for me to be able to do this. So, And I've been able to save money uh, by using the house sits. And when you can't get them to match up to where you have a gap in between house sits, that's when I use Airbnb. And also uh, I have found that most of the people who the homeowners, they will allow you to come early a couple of days if you need to, or stay a couple of days longer in order to make your next connection. Uh, I haven't had anyone say no when I've asked them if I could, and I've had several offer that right up front. They, they understand, the homeowners do, that People are using house sitting not only as a way to offset their expenses when traveling, but when you say, for instance, uh, I, I used a house sit once in the, in Scotland. So I was already going to go to Scotland and I was going to plan on being there the whole summer, which I did for festival time in Scotland it is absolutely wonderful. It lasts the whole month of August and a little bit before and a little bit afterwards too. So uh, it's at least a five, six week event, the festival season. I had planned to be there for the whole summer, but I saw a house sit that was actually the first week that I was gonna go anyway. So I, I said, I'm coming to Edinburgh, I'm in Italy, I'm coming to Edinburgh, and I would like to be your house sitter. Don't worry about me having to travel because I'm not coming from the United States. I'm coming from Italy. And so it's not going to be a major expense, which most people would not want you to do if you're only going to be there a week. And sure. you shouldn't want, you shouldn't want to make that trip yourself if you're only going to be there a week. So right. uh, they, they said, well, you know, you could stay longer and use our house as a, 
sort of a central location to do your genealogy and ancestry research in the area around, I said, oh, I, I appreciate that, but I already have uh, housing plans made up for, for my trip. So, and I've had other homeowners offer that too. They actually will put that in their ad that if you like, uh, you could stay a, a few days afterwards to tour the area and go to the museums and things that you aren't able to go to while you're here. Or they also will tell you that, uh, you know, their, their cats don't need to be walked. So you're just watching cats. So you can go out during the day and, and they will sometimes give you an outline of museums and places to go and, and see while you're there. So they understand that you're coming to this area to house it, but you also may like to do some, uh, some, you know, vacationing yourself sort of. Uh, and it's also a good way, for instance, if someone was wanting to go say to Portugal or come down to Mexico or uh, a good, if you could do a house sit there and then stay a little longer or while you were watching the house, check out the area, see if it's a place you really want to go. And so that way it, it's, it works out and it's an advantage. So I have found it to be uh, an expense saver. And I will say that both my personal account and my business account in the last two years have, have more than doubled because I'm not ex expending a lot of money for, uh, for car. Uh, I found most places I can walk around or take the bus once in a while and take a taxi if I, if I, if I dare. Uh, but I, I found it to be a, really a, a money saver. So, I uh, and hey, George, I, the same. I got a question. I, I got to ask you, um, oh, sure. what, what, what's your professional background? What kind of business were you in? Uh, you know, um, I think that's one of the things that's helped me. As you can see, I enjoy talking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <you do. laughs> and uh, I, I've been a, I've been very blessed to do uh, what something that I've I always wanted to do. I started it when I was in high school. I've been I've been in broadcasting all my life, uh, in some form or another. I spent 25 years on radio and a little TV, and then in from so from 1966 to 1981, I was on radio in the Pittsburgh area. And then in, in Florida. So Pittsburgh was about 15 years. I actually started in, in Newport, Vermont, right below the Canadian border in mm -hmm. 1966. 1990, I started my own business as a freelance voiceover person. And uh, I've managed to make a living doing that. So oh, yeah. I, I enjoy meeting people. I've been very strong in my church in Florida. Uh, Presbyterian Church that I joined there in uh, 88. So I've been an elder there for, I think, 30, 32 years. It'll be 33 years this year. And the minister has been there 35 years. He's, he's going into his 36th year as the minister. Uh, and we're a Presbyterian church, part of the Central Florida Presbytery. And so... I spent most of my time in Edinburgh, Scotland, at the uh, Presbyterian Church there, which is the mother church of Presbyterianism in Scotland. And 
basically that's how we got our form of government in the United States from uh, those Presbyterians that came over from Scotland to Ireland. And then the Ulster Scots came from Ireland, Ulster Ireland to uh, Pennsylvania. And then, and part of the Carolinas and some came into Massachusetts. So it has been a, a wonderful adventure for me to put the housekeeping, house sitting, excuse me, uh, my ancestry research and genealogy, my ability to talk and meet with people that I enjoy so much, and then to be also my my belief for as uh, 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 my belief of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and I've been able to travel and learn more about history and and religion and politics. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I've I've been blessed, and I I love telling that story that I'm a person who is having a good time at I'll be 73 and I'm having a wonderful time in my <laughs> life and, and house sitting and meeting people like yourself and hearing their stories. And uh, I, I just, I am really enjoying life. I believe. Uh, yes, you are. Wow. Yes. What a great uh, story. Thank you so much for sharing it. I really appreciate yes. it. Um, I, I hope I've got really good, good pearls of wisdom. Um, and I know that, that people are going to be really, uh, I think a lot of people are going to seriously yeah. consider doing something like that. It's yeah. a, it, the world has changed and, uh, yes. there's all kinds of options out there. It's, it's the old ways of doing things don't have to continue. You can do something else, you know? And with, I don't know how people and people have of course done this many years ago. I don't know how they did it because, uh, now it's so easy with computer and the internet, you know, we can all, I can do my recordings. I still do recordings for clients in Florida and the Carolinas and so forth. Uh, and they go, all right, where are you now, George? And I said, well, I'm, uh, I'm in Sorrento, Italy, looking at Mount Vesuvius across the Bay of Napoli. And uh, I said, and I'm doing your recording there. And they go, we want to be like you when we grow up, George. <laughs> so it, it's, it has been a blessing. I hope I have, you're going to be able to edit this. and uh, <laughs> make, make Welcome. You are listening to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast, where you'll hear fun, relaxed, and inspirational interviews with people who are really living the dream. I'm Dawn Fleming, an attorney turned alchemist and your host for the show, coming to you from the tropical island paradise of Isla Mujeres, Mexico. Listen to conversations with courageous souls who've stepped out of their comfort zone and designed a new way of life. They'll share their experiences, wisdom, and offer practical steps you can take to redesign your life overseas. Listen, and you'll believe. If you can dream it, you can achieve it. Make some sense out of it. This episode of the Overseas Life Redesign podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thanks for tuning in. 
Did you love this episode of the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast? Then please subscribe to our show and leave us a nice review. It's very much appreciated. We invite you to visit www.overseasliferedesign.com and take the Are You Ready for an Overseas Life Relocation Readiness Quiz. We'd also love for you to become part of our OLR community on Facebook. Thank you for listening.